oh, hey, why do we need to use slides for a user group meeting? Why not do something completely different? It's episode 383 of the Dan York Report, and and I did exactly that this past Monday night, November 18th, 2019, when I spoke at our local Burlington, Vermont WordPress user group on the topic of using WordPress to, uh, to generate static websites. Now, that's a whole different topic. I recorded it, and so I'm hoping to run that as a podcast episode in the next, I don't know, week or two. But in the meantime, I want to talk about how I presented. I was planning to create slides, you know, just using PowerPoint and that kind of thing to go in and walk through the, the presentation and do some demos and everything else like that. But before that, I had mapped out uh, all of my notes, my, my whole outline in a mind mapping application. The particular one I use is called MindNode, M-I-N-D-N-O-D-E, and you could find it at mindnode.com. It's a commercial app. You pay for it. It runs on Apple devices and iOS devices, and it works great in between all of them. It syncs with iCloud, and and it works fantastically. I can create a, a mind map on the fly on my iPhone, then I can bring it back to my desktop, and I can work with it there. I can bring it out to my iPad. I can. I mean, it's it's great. It's in a number of ways. Anyway, so what I did was using my Node's new focus mode that came out in the last version. I I was able to come up with a, using that and the trackpad on my MacBook Pro, I was able to come up with something that, well, it was kind of like, it would be kind of like Prezi, P-R-E-Z-I dot com, if you've ever looked at that, only without all the animation and the, the swooping and everything else that the Prezi could do. It was just a kind of my movement from one part of this to another. So let me, before I do that, let me back up for listeners who are not familiar with mind maps or mind mapping. It is a, a way of taking notes, of organizing information, of doing things that is uh, that uses, um, well, I guess you'd call it trees of information, if you will. They start out from a central, you know, well, it's all called nodes, but a central point, and then you have branches that go off of there, and then those branches have sub-branches and, and sub-branches of sub-branches and, and so on and so forth. And depending upon how you want to work, you could, I tend to have all of mine going in one direction. I start with a with a central a starting point on the left side, and, and then I branch out to the right, and then I make more sub-branches and sub-branches. Some people like to have them going in different directions. Some people like to have them going down or going up or whatever. In my case, I, I, I set it this way. And then as you go and do this, why I work with this is because as I'm taking notes, I can rapidly rearrange things. So if I start doing notes or start putting things together and I say, well, that point really goes with this over here, I could just drag it over there and, and reattach it to the other part of the tree the, of the of the mind map. I can move things around very easily. I can move whole sections around. I can reorder stuff super easily. And, and I can wind up with, it's to me, it's a great way to build outlines of articles, of podcasts, of whatever else. All of these TDYR episodes are all mapped out through a, a big mind map. Not some of these episodes are really mapped out as far as exactly what we do. Other ones are here's the topic and what I'm going to talk about. And you could tell that when you listen to some of these, the the remote working series that I just did uh, was a long, um, a large mind map that uh, went through all of the different things for the the benefits and disadvantages, the um, uh, the lessons learned, and it provided a you know you know just the pieces that I used to talk about that and the structure for each of those episodes and pieces that were there. So what I did was I built a mind map 
of the various different topics that I wanted to use. And when you're working with a mind map, you can fold the subnodes, you can hide them. And you can do that so that if you keep folding different things, you can wind up with, say, your main your main node and then maybe, I don't know, five of the next level. And then each one of those may have more branching out beyond that. And 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 if you still have no idea what I'm talking about, maybe just go to like mindnode.com and they have a little demo there and you could see the kind of thing they're talking about. Or look up mind mapping or there's all sorts of these programs that do this kind of thing. But what... I did was I created this mind map and I structured it in thinking through how would I present this? What would be the kind of, how would I do it in term of slides in a certain way? And so my first level off of the main were, um, were kind of the big headings, the titles, if you would, of the different kind of sections. So I had one on the introduction, one on use cases, one on, you know, how to, how to do this, um, other different kinds of things like that, the, the process, the, then I had a demo, then I had different pros and cons, and each one of those were there. So I had this all structured out. And then before I was doing the presentation, I went through and I kind of strategically folded a bunch of the different uh, sub nodes so that I had just like the top levels of some of the different areas I wanted to do. And then when I was ready to, to go, I just scrolled up to the top. I, I did a focus on the first node, which was my title. And then I, I zoomed in using the trackpad on my on my MacBook Pro, and and that was where I started. And then I you know I began, and then I used the arrow keys on the keyboard to move my to move the the, the cursor down to another another node. Oh, let me back up. So the focus mode highlights the one that you're on, whichever one it is, and it blurs out everything else. So it's kind of faintly there. But in the, in the page, you see the main node that you're working on. That's what my node came out with in their version 6 that is this, this focus mode. So I, I triggered focus mode on the first one, and then I used the arrow keys to navigate to the next node, and I just hit the return key. That refocused on that particular one. So I could move from, for instance, the introduction down to the, the use cases. But then what I did was I had I had the use cases there were th- there were four of them and I had those un- I had th- that next level of the names of the use cases unfolded but the th- subnodes under them were folded so what I did was I navigated to the first use case and I started to talk about that and I pushed a button on the on the on the, the computer I could either do a, a option and a period or I have one of those touch bar MacBook Pros and I actually like it because it has, in this case, it had a nice little button there that would just, I could click on it and magically the, the sub nodes would un- unfold. Very much like you might have on a, if you did a, a PowerPoint slide and you had an animation and the pieces appeared, same kind of idea. So then I could talk about the different points there and then I could use the arrow to go down to the next use case, begin the introduction, hit the little button, have all of the different sub nodes appear do that again for the third use case, the fourth use case. And then I could go back. And, and the beautiful part about this is as I go to each node, it is, it is becoming that focus, that highlighted area. Then when I was done, I could go back to the main use cases area and I could focus on that, which then brought all of these, uh, all of these other use cases. Everything was in focus, the whole tree from that point down. 
And, and it was, uh, it was a, it was a great way to do it. Now in the midst of this, I was also doing some creative use of, of zooming on the trackpad to be able to go and zoom in and zoom out. So this, this did require a little bit of choreography to go and figure out how to go and make this work quite well. But as I worked with this, it, it really, it became a powerful way to present. I, I, uh, I'll have to try it again in another, uh, another case where I can do that. But it was, it was quite useful because it allowed me to go and do this and walk through things, show people what was there. I, I will, I'm going to maybe try to record a little screencast or something to show people what I'm talking about when I go and do this. But it turned out to be great because then I could just kind of navigate down through, move back and forth, uh, go through to different pieces, show people what was there. And, and then at the end, when I was all done, I, I had a, a full, you know, I could, a full chart. I could take it out of focus mode and just be able to scroll back or, or go through it and, and look at this and help people understand or jump to different areas. I also, at the end, I had a, you know, a thank you kind of area that I just did that. And I, I could have gone and, and provided additional resources beyond that because this had links, this had other things like that. It had all of the different parts that were there. And so my presentation was basically running my node in a, in a foc- in this focus mode and as a full page application. And then I had a separate full page uh, application or full screen application where I was running a, in a web browser and I had another, I mean, actually two more full screen windows that I'd pre I'd set up for the different demos that I was going to do. Cause I was doing a demo of showing how you could deploy using a service, how you could deploy using uh, a WP to static plugin. So I had all that queued up and all ready to go. And then I went through and did it. Then the other cool part is that uh, that my node uh, has a, a service, a hosted service, where you can go and upload your your mind map to it. And what will happen is then you can get a, a URL that you could share off of mymindnode.com. And it's a big, long, hashy-looking kind of thing. And you could use that, and you could give it out to people, and then they could go and see your mind map. They could see all of your things, look at the links. They just open it in a web browser, and it's all there. So all of this together was really, a, I mean, I found it quite powerful. It was very easy to use, easy to work with, easy to maneuver around. Um, so I'll probably do it again sometime. The combination of, of the mind node, having that mind map, um, having the, uh, the ability to move around with arrows, to refocus. I, by the way, you could also include images, as I did in some of the, the different uh, uh, nodes in the mind map. So you could be able to go and you're, you're not limited to just text. You could go and have different kinds of images in there and be able to move around between those and have that. So you could have a graphical thing. Again, I think if you were to watch me do that, those of you who've seen something like Prezi would see that it was kind of a very limited form of a Prezi and that I'm just going down instead of around or upside down or anything else. And I'm not swooping or anything. I'm just navigating from one to the other. But it's that kind of effect. Now, I'll be honest, my my only, the big challenge I had was that when I present, I like to walk around. I like to move around the stage. I like to interact with people. I like to look at people and directly. I like to, you know, do some of that. And and I could, but I needed to be near the laptop. Now, as it happened, it was a, we had an ice storm come in. So we didn't, <laughs> probably about half the people who said they were going to be there didn't show up because we had ice, we had snow, we had a forecast of a lot more. So I wanted to record 
the presentation. So I was fine being right there at the laptop because I had an audio recorder. I was doing that. I was working on the slide. So it was okay. But uh, I think for me professionally, I like to move around the stage and to do things. And my node, at least at this version, did not work with my presenter tab. And I think with the zooming I had to do, it would have been very hard to do as well. But it's something I'll keep looking at. It would be a, a new way to try it out and see what else I could do with it. So that's it. Uh, some A little report on, on presenting instead of slides, abandoning those and trying a mind map instead. You, uh, What I could do is I'll leave in the notes on soundcloud.com slash danyork. I will put a link to uh, to the mind map that I use so you could see the kind of thing. And if you look at just mindnode.com, you can see their their version. It is a commercial product. It's not free. You have to pay for it. And uh, and it's a, I find it a very powerful application for creating uh, these kind of mind maps and, and kind of things like that. So I with that, I will um, leave it at there. I will also, ha- I do have a recording. I will put that up. And if I get some time, maybe I'll sync the things up and, and show how it could be done. That's all for today. You can leave comments. I'd love to hear your comments if you've ever presented with a mind map or done something like that. I'd love to hear your comments about it. You can leave them uh, anywhere you find this on social media, on Twitter, on wherever. Uh, you could leave this on soundcloud.com slash York, wherever you uh, see this and interact with this episode. If I've put it in a social network, I will probably find it there. You also now can subscribe to this episode through Spotify if you'd like to, or through Apple Podcasts and all those things. And you can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Thanks for listening, and until next time, bye for now.